It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. Danny Brewer here, WGNS Radio on the Cougar Corner. We are joined by Colby Tackett, head football coach at Middle Tennessee Christian School. Coach, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Coming in off of a big win, three and one Cougars. I, I know, obviously, we'd like to be four and zero, oh, but three and one's pretty good too, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, you know. Well, I told the team last night. I think we learned a whole lot more from that loss, and uh, you know, this time last year we were one and three, so. I'll definitely take the three and one side of it. So when we look at last night, sixty-two nothing win, a lot of things to be happy about. I'm sure, especially on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I really do think it's the, both both sides of the football and in the kicking game. But um, the, everybody, I think everybody who got in um, played to their best, and, and that and that's what we tell them. You know, don't. Don't play like when you're down or when you're up. Don't don't worry about that. Just just do your best. And um, I think we saw that last night. It was it was really good to see that, especially with those younger guys getting in. And I guess that was the next thing I was going to touch upon. When you win a game by that score, it does give you an opportunity to play everybody, and that's a good thing, right? Any any night that uh, that everybody on your roster gets in the game, yeah, it's a great night. So um, super happy for them, but. You know, really impressed with how well they executed. Um, yeah, that that was really the biggest takeaway is how well those guys, you know, went in and, and there wasn't really a drop off, and um, it was it was pretty pretty cool to see. So last week I know you scored fifty two. This week you scored sixty two. Is it what would you say the biggest key to all these points are? Just just great execution. I think um, you know with the type of offense that we run, it takes a it takes a little bit um, to, to get those live reps. You kind of kind of get a feel for for where the holes are going to be in the cutback lanes, and and really the only way you can do that is by playing in the games. You know, but I've been doing this now for nine years, and it, it, it's an offense that the longer the season goes, the better it gets. Um, but you know, I think it's just like you said, like the, the more the live reps happen. Um, the more confident they get, and I think you're kind of starting to see that a little bit right now. Coach, talk about your quarterback. Uh, I know he had uh, some a good rushing night, a uh, pretty good throwing night. Talk about uh, y- your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't have to do a lot throwing the ball. Um, you know, Mount Juliet, we, we, me and the coach talked before, you know, they're very young. Uh, they're kind of in that rebuild mode, so – um, you know, we we didn't want to you know you don't want to throw it a, a ton, but when he did, he capitalized. I mean, um, I think the official stats were two for two, and um, he threw threw a threw a touchdown on his first attempt, and uh, had a great ball, but um, ran the ball well. Um, he was engaged. What, what I loved about Yates, he was engaged with the, with the team, with the kids, and, and keeping keeping those guys level, um, make sure they knew what to do, and. Um, you know, that's that's the biggest thing I can take away from Yates is he he knows what everybody's supposed to be doing all the time. You know, and um, he uh, he's a selfless kid, and um, 
you know, I, I can't say enough good things about him. Sounds like he kind of fits the mold for what you want as a quarterback. Oh, 100%. Uh, I mean, I, I love him. I, I love the way he carries himself. And if he messes up, he owns it. And he's, he's harder on himself than any coach will ever be. But, um, but he's still learning, too. I mean, he's, he's only a junior. So, I mean, he, he, he's still learning. But, um, you know, all, all of our kids, they just, they're all kind of buying into the, it's not about me, it's about us. And, um, you know, just proud coach moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So w- when you talk about a kid like that, uh, and you've got this piece of clay that you can kind of mold, is one of the good things about him is he is just a junior? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the fact that he's a junior. It's the fact that it's not just him. It's the fact, you know, that there's a lot of our team, um, you know, that, that that are doing what he's doing as well, which is, to me, that's how you, you become successful. You know, um, at one point in the game last night, you know, it, the game was pretty much in hand, you know, middle of the third quarter. And, um, you know, we had a, we had a touchdown run um, and, and our sideline uh, consisting mostly of guys that, that have been playing a lot of snaps up to this point are just going bananas because the kids that are in are, are executing and doing a great job. And um, I, I think that kind of paints the picture of what we want to be about. Uh, we want to celebrate other success. And, um, you know, they see a guy like Yates doing it or a guy like Eli Wilson doing it, you know, a guy like Gavin Seabolt doing it. You know, when they do that, everybody else does it. You know, they kind of get right and, and get in line. And so um, it, was good, it was good to see. Sounds like it's about the we and not about the me, which is always uh, uh, gives puts a smile on the coach's face, right? Yeah, I mean, we. I, I, I'm probably the worst at it. I'm not a huge believer in individual accolades. You know, I'm pretty sure there's 11 guys on the field. So um, it, it, for me, I, I really loved it. Really loved it. Talk about your running game a little bit, coach. I know you ran the football a whole lot last night. Uh, offensive line execution, just. Give me a little, little breakdown on what you think you got going on with your running game. Oh, they're just starting to figure it out. They're uh, they're realizing where the natural cutback lanes are. Uh, you know, what I'm most proud of is we're not putting the ball on the ground. Um, that's two weeks in a row where we haven't had a turnover. Or, uh, you know, we have fumbled, and so that's that's really good for us. You know, that's that's important. And, um, I tell them all to win in November. Uh, that you you gotta you gotta play a clean football game, and and they're starting to do that. And um, but but. Again, up front, you know, the, those guys, you know, are quote-unquote starters, they did a good job out of the gate. But, again, I, I really do feel like last night was a lot about those those freshmen and sophomores that played um, because when they went in, I mean, it was it was probably midway. I think the official number was like 11 minutes in the second quarter. And they continued to execute at just like a really high level. And, and to me, that's, that's what building the program's about there's no drop-off and so um i'm just i'm just really proud of those guys coach i know that it's it's always good to score a bunch of points but sometimes what's even better is when you throw that goose egg on the opponent talk about the shutout and what that means to your team uh and, and especially on, on the defensive side of the football i mean it's, it's huge it's I mean, we, we talk about being complimentary I and mean, i think when you score a lot and then you, you hold to shut out there's nothing more complimentary than that. Um, and, and, again, it's just piggybacking off what I said on <clears throat> the offensive side of things. The defensive side of things, they, they didn't they didn't bend. Um, the, the, those guys that, you know, for most of the week are, are scout team guys kind of getting, you know, they, they kind of have to line up. And 
and get the ball run at them all week in practice. And, you know, that, that is a grind in and of itself, trying to tackle. You know, it just makes for a long season. So when those guys got in last night, you could tell that their physicality hadn't dropped off. Um, and they played really well, really, really well defensively. Um, and it's just good seeing guys that don't get a ton of snaps on a Friday night to get in there. And when they do get in there, they maximize their opportunity and play really well. The the shutout, you feel like that that a lot of that was was pride, and because you know you talk about the, the second line guys getting in there, they don't want to be the ones who give up points, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to say it's pride. We just measure everything of like what is your best, you know. And if if your best is your best and you get beat, well, as long as you did your best with a hundred percent effort, I'll live with that. But but absolutely, I think there's a little bit of that like. Well, our best is to keep the shutout, so we better do it. So I think they kind of play into each other a little bit. But we, we don't go in there telling them, hey, you got a whole shutout. We go in there telling them, we just want your very best. That's all we ask out of them. Talk about your team confidence right now, Coach. Obviously, like I said, last year you were 1-3. This year you're 3-1. and one. I'm sure you got a lot of the same kids on the team. Uh, what kind of yeah. confidence you guys got going on right now? Yeah, I you know, I think this has kind of been – it's just a different – every season's new, right? And so um, I think going in – to, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, <clears throat> confidence is at an all-time high going into week two, and we get humbled a little bit. And, uh, again, I think it's the best thing that could have happened. It allows us to kind of refocus and look at what we did wrong uh, from just a mental preparation standpoint. And, um, you know, the kids the last two weeks have not been a whole lot of rah-rah, but just a whole lot more focus and, um, you know, I know that's coach talk, but it, it really is true. I, I love a locker room. It's a little bit a little bit more calm, but with a locked-in focus. And I think you can see that in the results that we've been getting. Do you think that it's bigger picture, that the, that some of these kids are understanding the, the, the bigger picture of it all, that, that it is you know, a 10-game regular season and then a playoffs and all that stuff, so you got to think about the whole gamut? Yeah, I mean, we tell them every, every Monday in our team meetings, we say, you know, hey, it's, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, I mean, we have we, – we don't even have half of our season completed yet. And, and so, you know, it's, 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 it's about the long game. It's not about that, that instant gratification. It's, it's, it's about the long game. So, uh, they, they know. <laughs> they hear it enough for me. Coach, talk for a minute about the challenge of, of being at Middle Tennessee Christian School – because you don't have kids who are zoned to go there. You know, you, you don't have a, a, a feeder school from the standpoint of, hey, this middle school feeds me, this middle school feeds me. You know, you've got just Middle Tennessee Christian and, and the kids who come from, from there up through there. So talk about the challenge of being where you're at and, and getting football players and developing football players. Uh, yeah, I mean – I challenge i don't know if i'd consider it a challenge i i think we have a good product to sell and i I think the the biggest thing is getting us out into the community and letting people know like hey we we play a pretty good brand of football as well and and not just football you know i think you know it's easy for me to say football because tunnel vision but i think when you look at the scope of ntcs athletics i mean our girls basketball team losing the state championship um you know our boys baseball team put guys, uh, you know, well, especially in Tennessee, and they have a real successful program. So I think you look at our athletic program, like, overall, um, it's an easy sell. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say, um, you know, it's a challenge. But, I mean, 
don't know if that answers your question or not. <laughs> well, yes, because you know you're not dealing with some of the same things in this county that other head coaches uh, deal with. You've got you've got a different set of 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 issues, and and not that it's an issue, but yeah. you, you don't have the same uh, opportunities that some of the public schools do. So it's a little bit different for you guys, but establishing that brand as far as you talked about the success of the girls basketball program, the success of the baseball program, do you think that that helps you as far as the brand of Middle Tennessee Christian School? Yeah, and I just I think right now we're trending in, in, in the right direction, you know, as far as just like, you know, we talk about our feeder programs, right? So like our fifth and sixth grade team, um, you know, we, we have more numbers there than, than we've ever had our, our, our seventh and eighth grade teams. Um, it's one of the biggest rosters of, of middle school roster we've ever had as well. So um, I, I do think we're on the right track and building this, you know, the right way through those lower levels. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, you know, everywhere has different challenges. Um, yeah. So w- w- when we talk about your, your fifth and sixth grade programs and your seventh and eighth grade programs, that's something that obviously you've got your hands maybe not you're trying to control, but you, you, you know what's going on there and you feel like it's important for you to be a part of those as well. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if, if I do everything in my power to be in as many of those games as possible. You know, we, I, I, tell our, I tell our people all the time we can't preach family and we can't preach. You know, we can't wait for you to play for us. So they don't even know your name. You know, we, we need to be intentional and uh, I need to be intentional and, and i got a great coaching staff that's also very intentional with, with those younger players and um, you know we've got we've got great coaches at those fifth and sixth grade levels and those seventh and eighth grade levels as well to keep them engaged. So uh, I, I'm a firm believer we we got the right people in the right places right now, and um, and fun things happen when you have that alignment. Which uh, I understand uh, every season is its own and it stands on its own two feet. But do you feel like that that last year and what you were able to accomplish in your your first year there? helps you as far as moving forward uh yeah to an extent i would say yeah i mean yeah it's a it's a great it's a great way to start the season or start your career here in tennessee there's no no doubt about it but on the flip side it it was last year um i mean they're not going to give us any trophies for last year and and that's a little bit of what we've had to kind of temper this year you know um you know you you look at a school right across the road from us real not really but you know like oakland and how they handle you know success year in year out you know that's that's very impressive and so that's those are learning things that we have to do you know we have to learn how to handle success year in and year out because you have to have a what's next mentality right i think so yeah um but you don't want to look too far into what's next you know (laughs) maybe like a week ahead what's next Oh well, yeah. Short short term, what's next? But but as far as you can't get too caught up in your successes or your failures. Yeah, I mean you you can't let your failures beat you twice, you know. And your successes are you know you need to enjoy it for that Saturday, and then you need to move on because I mean there's always improvements. Um, you know, there, there's always improvements. Always things we need to do. Maybe from a from a discipline standpoint, from a weight room standpoint, from a football standpoint, from a academic standpoint. I mean, there's always ways to improve. So. Uh, I think the minute you start saying, no, I'm, I'm good, we're good, that's probably the minute you don't need to be in coaching anymore because, you know, coaching's constantly pushing for the next thing. So when we're talking about the next thing, we got Trinity Christian Academy 
next week. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about uh, that and what kind of uh, what what you got lying ahead there. Yeah, they you know they they have a lot of returners. I think off the top of my head, they've had seven on offense, eight on defense. We played them twice last year, and so you know we're really playing them. You know, this will be the third time um, that we're playing these guys, and so they're going to have a pretty good plan. Um, they're well coached. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a physical game. They were a physical team last year in the regular season and in the playoffs. So um, we have a challenge ahead of us. The familiarity when you talk about this will be the 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 third time probably within uh, a, a year on the calendar within the calendar year third time playing them the familiarity does that kind of lead a little bit more to to getting your kids uh, pumped up because they, they know those kids or, or they've they've played against them obviously twice already so uh, talk about that a little bit well i mean i i would hope that they they get excited to play just because it's an opportunity to play you know instead of playing a team that you've played a whole bunch of times. But, you know, the hardest part is getting them to understand it's a different, it's a completely different team than what they played last year. You know, kind of like we are. You know, we're a different team than what we were last year. So that will be the message this week that it's not, you know, you, you don't beat them this year because of what you did last year. You know, nobody cares about last year. You know, so um, we, we have a big challenge in front of us this week, um, you know, with, with them and and they've got some younger kids that have come up from their their middle school programs that are really good players so um you know they've improved from last year to this year so um it'll be a challenge for sure when when you played them uh last year what were was it one at your place and one at their place or were both games in in one place yeah we played uh, the regular season game was at their place and then the playoff game was was here in, in uh murfreesboro so uh, next week is a home game, correct? Yep, homecoming. Ho- homecoming. All right. So so a good chance to come home against a quality opponent. So talk about the Middle Tennessee Christian football community and how it, how good it is to have home games against teams like this. I love it. I mean, the, the people, the support. You know, I think we talk about it every week on here. The support's fantastic. Um, you know, not a lot of schools, and this is not a shot at other schools, but you don't get a lot of schools where. You know, you get a you get a fist bump from your president, you get a phone call from your principal, your AD comes and talks in your office till about you know midnight, you know after the game. I mean, that's just that's just rare. You know, I mean that 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 level of support. Um, you know, those guys got really busy schedules, and the fact that they they take time uh, to invest in our kids and, and, and into our coaches, it's it's awesome. And then you know, student sections, you know, they're fantastic. You know, kids, <laughs> we got kids. They don't play football at all, but they. They'll run in and be like, "Coach, it's game day." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, let's go. You know, let's get after it." So, it, it's awesome. It, it's a it's a really unique community, and uh, you know, really fortunate to be a part of it. As far as the the history of the football program, I mean, there's not like a long story history uh, at Milton C. Christian, but they've got a pretty good track record while they have played football. And obviously, you're very proud to be another chapter in that book. Yeah, I mean. I think that was so appealing when we were first, me and my wife were first talking about coming up here. Is you look at, you know, the past seasons and and the past coaches, and they've all had success. You know, they've you know, to to what level? You know, it kind of varied, but they they've all had you know successful runs. And so, um, another thing that's exciting is that you know you said we haven't been playing football very long, so it's still kind of a a baby, you know, in this development as far as the program. So um, there's definitely a lot of potential here. Coach, is there anything else that you would like to add about Middle Tennessee Christian School? I mean, you're 3-1 and one right now, and, and it looks like you've got things headed in the right direction. 
I hope we can make it 4-1 and one, uh, in a week's time. Coach, we super, super appreciate your time. That's Colby Tackett, football mastermind over there at Middle Tennessee Christian School. Thanks for joining us, Coach, and wish you the best of luck. Thank you for having me. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnssports.com. Back here on the uh, MTCS Cougar Corner, presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, our friends at TOA, bringing you the show along with Middle Tennessee Christian School and some things to go over from the week. Uh, let's talk a little volleyball first, high school volleyball. Uh, Battleground Academy got the best of uh, MTCS this week. Battleground won uh, the first two sets. MTCS battled back to win the third set, 25-23, but fall in the fourth and final, 25-23. Uh, first district loss, their first uh, district match of the season against Battleground Academy. The Cougars uh, had Haley Hudson with 33 assists, 10 digs, and an ace. Sloan Cantrell, 24 digs, 2 assists. A career-high 21 digs for Addison Burks. Anna Clay Shirley with 9 kills, 17 digs, and 3 aces. Jada Burns, 10 kills, 2 digs, and a block. Jesse Pierce with 14 digs and 3 aces. And 8 kills and 2 blocks for Lily Watson in the uh, victory in volleyball on uh, the 6th this past week. And uh, let's stay with volleyball and take you to Thursday when MTCS was able to battle back, uh, bounce back from that uh, BGA loss to beat Bell Buckle 3 0. Uh, straight sets 25 15, 25 9, 25 12. Got back on the winning track in the district as well over the feet. The Cougars um, had Sloan Cantrell with 33 digs and an assist. 10 kills, 4 digs, and 2 blocks for Jordan Johnson. Bailey Culpepper with 18 assists, 5 digs, and a kill. 14 assists and 6 digs for Campbell Owen. Bella Spray with 8 kills, 4 digs. Jesse Pierce, 8 
aces and nine digs. Anna Clay Shirley with six kills, 15 digs. Jada Burns, seven kills, four digs, and nine digs for Addison Burks. And uh, they are battling the, uh, or in the Bobcat Classic over at Overton High School uh, today as well, competing. Let's see, uh, we've got one varsity soccer score from the week, and it was Franklin Road Academy downing MTCS 9-0. They scored seven goals in the uh, first half. Cameron Gilliland left the game early as a precaution, uh, but she did accumulate 11 saves before she came out. Kaylee Merkler uh, had a good game as well, finished up the game, and had nine saves as well. So... What is coming up this week at MTCS? Well, of course, we've got volleyball today uh, in uh, John Overton in the Bobcat Classic. On Monday, middle school girls and boys tennis hosting Providence Christian Academy. Monday, also, Varsity Golf will uh, be playing Providence Christian over at the Stones River Country Club at the Invitational there. Monday it, uh, at 4.30, it's Junior Varsity Volleyball and MTCS hosting Columbia Academy in varsity volleyball the same at about 5:30 or so. Middle school volleyball will be playing at Ezel Harding. On Tuesday, middle school girls and boys tennis will take on the Stewart's Creek Middle Squad, the hosting them. Also Tuesday, it's uh, the Coffee County uh, Invitational, yes, Coffee County Invitational for girls and boys cross country. That'll be at uh, Coffee County. And also Tuesday, Junior Varsity Volleyball at Franklin Road Academy at 4.30. 5 o'clock on Tuesday for Varsity Soccer as they host Battleground Academy. Also Tuesday, Varsity Volleyball will take on FRA on the road. Varsity Golf playing Thursday uh, against Mount Juliet Christian over at Cedar Crest Golf Club. Thursday, we turn our attention to middle school girls and boys tennis. DeKalb County coming in uh, for those contests. Thursday afternoon, junior varsity volleyball versus Grace Christian on the road. And uh, varsity volleyball will play after that as well. Fifth and sixth grade football will take to the field at home against Donaldson Christian Academy around 5 o'clock on Thursday. And middle school football will be uh, taking on Donaldson Christian as well after that. Friday, you've got middle school uh, girls and boys tennis taking on Blackman Middle over at MTCS in the afternoon and varsity volleyball hosting Trinity Christian next Friday night, 7.30 for the kickoff of that one. And, of course, every Saturday you got elementary football going on. So um, there you go. A look at the Cougar Corner schedule of things coming up. Don't forget, you can check all of that out online at mtcssports.com. Again, mtcssports.com online. Looking at your uh, high school football scoreboard from last night in overtime, Siegel 31, Lebanon 28. On the road, over third-ranked Lebanon, big win for Siegel. Oakland 45, Ravenwood 31. Blackman 54, Summit 21. 700 yards plus yards for Blackman in that game. It was uh, Smyrna, a win over Laverne, 38-6. Stewart's Creek, their first win on the home turf and the first win of the season over the Franklin Admirals, 24-17. Rockvale, 24, and Lincoln County, 21. A game-winning field goal as time expired for the Rockets, a win on the road. 41-3, Rockvale handling Shelbyville last night. Of course, the Cougars a win 62 to nothing over Mount Juliet Christian and Gordonsville 33, Eagleville nothing. Next Friday, 
Blackman is at Stewart's Creek. That's our radio broadcast. Cane Ridge at Laverne, the Tennessee Heat at Eagleville. Trinity Christian at MTCS. Of course, we mentioned that a couple of times. Oakland at Siegel, Rockvale at Riverdale, and Antioch at Smyrna. Don't forget this afternoon, 1.30 airtime on WGNS as the Blue Raiders take on Colorado State College Football here on your home of the Blue Raiders. News Radio, WGNS, 1.30 pregame, 3 o'clock for the kickoff. Dwayne Hickey and also Dick Palmer will have the pregame show for you. Chip Walters and Jeff Murphy will have the uh, game from Colorado State around 3 o'clock. So be sure to tune in to follow your Blue Raiders Middle Tennessee football on your MTSU flagship station, WGNS. Well, that's going to do it for our coaches' conversation. A reminder, programming notes uh, next Thursday night, Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees, Thursday 6 to 7. you got Clark Blair, Danny Brewer, Rod Edwards talking local sports, high school, MTSU, Titans, UT, Vandy, and that's Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Next Friday night, our pregame show begins at 6 with Murphy's Matchups, 6.30, the Primetime Sports Countdown to Kickoff, sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day and kickoff from Stewart's Creek. Blackman Stewart's Creek and Region Play on the radio next Friday. We're back here next Saturday morning for the Prentice Alsa Peating and Air Coaches Corner and, of course, this very MTCS Cougar Corner. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. My thanks to my co-hosts today, John Dinkins and Danny Brewer, and our producer has been Jackson Smith. Fine job, Jackson, on everything this morning. Thank you for being here with us. Have a great weekend, a great Saturday, and we'll see you back here next week. I'm Brian Barrett. So long, and have a great weekend.